freaking out. Hello. What's up? This is Jeff Horse And Astro Navarez. And today uh, we are freaking out about uh, the movie Don't Look Up. Yeah. But uh, And we want to share our feelings on the movie. Um, but before we get into that, we had some crazy things happen to us in our traveling on Spirit Airlines. Oh, God. Yeah, it's funny because we posted about it and people have really, uh, what's the word, like uh, polarized feelings. I don't know. Everybody's like, I hate spirit or mm-hmm. I tolerate spirit and it's I'm not, not going to stop tolerating it's funny it. That, it's funny that you're polarized. You said polarized. And when you yeah. said one side hates you, you expect it to be, and the other side loves. And it was yeah. like, no, one side hates it, and the other side uh, expects it and just says, travel is travel, and you're going to screw me over, and that's what life is. But it's like the people that hate it always say like the same thing of like, you're, well, you're getting what you pay for, so because not really you're getting what you pay for, that they they charge you a zillion dollars for other things. Yeah. But as long as you don't get the other things, then you should be fine of yes. just paying. Because like the amount that it's under is like three hundred dollars sometimes. Sometimes and it's, it's two it, people. That's six hundred dollars. Yeah, and 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 what what frustrates me with Spirit is that if it was just the the less leg room. If it was just the fact that they're not going to give you snacks and they're going to charge you for everything extra and the bag that you can even, even the free bag that your personal item uh, has smaller dimensions. If it was only all of those legit complaints, I still would be less frustrated. But it's they they literally have arguably the, the worst customer service out of any major corporation that I've dealt with throughout my entire life. Oh, they're so mean. But like what they keep doing to us at least. Well, for one thing, um, I did stop them for a long time. I was like, no, yeah. because I'm always going to take a carry-on and it's always going to come out to be the same amount as if mm-hmm. I just flew Delta because it's one carry-on. But uh, comedian friends of ours mm-hmm. were telling us that we underestimated the size of the personal item because I was thought of it as a purse. It's like, no, if you have a backpack and it'll fit under the seat or even if it won't fit under the seat and you lie and you pretend it's going to fit under the seat and wear it on your back as if it's a backpack, then you can just bring it on and they're 99% of the time not going to measure it. And also um, another friend we have, uh, he takes an extra bag under a coat and so you walk in with a backpack on a coat in your hand with a secret bag under the coat Mm -hmm. and you've got a flight for 120 dollars that's gonna cost 400 dollars on delta yeah it really does have benefits financially if done the right way and i think that a lot of people forget what this is what i do i have my bag my person so we found bags that uh are for this, where they're book bags, but you can open it. It's for packing clothes. And when you buy bags specifically for that, you can definitely fit a lot more clothes than in just a standard book bag. Now, what I also do is in that bag, I put my actual carry-on bag. Because once you get on a plane, nobody that works inside the plane 
is going to do any investigation on whether or not you're supposed to put your bag below the seat or if you're allowed to put it above. You pay for having a bag that you can put above, but if you can trick them into thinking your book bag is just a book bag that's going to fit under the seat and really it's it really mine is too big, I put that above me and then I take my little carry-on bag full of you know my water, my laptop, my snacks. I take that bag out of the other bag and boom, you're in business. We're spitting a lot of spirit game we right really now. We really are. We were spitting a lot. And I'd, I'd say too much, considering we have a lot more complaints to go. But see, this is, okay. The What also happens is sometimes we'll complain and we'll have real complaints and they'll get back to us. But sometimes they will just say, hey, how was your, your flight? flight? And yeah. it's always garbage. So we're always like bad. And then they say, here's $50. That has yes. happened. Several times. Several times. And so then... They're paying you to use them. Yeah, and then sometimes it doesn't even have to get to the... Sometimes I just tag them on Instagram. Yeah, this last time. Last time I just tagged them on Instagram in my post, and then they were like, give me your flight number and... They really did. They said, for me, I tagged them and they said DM me, but Jeff was already on the case where I thought he was just going to get his flight number uh, whatever the fifty dollars that they give away, but no, they did both of us without even asking him. They looked up his flight and he mm-hmm. bought my flight, so our mm-hmm. flight numbers were together. Mm-hmm. So they gave us fifty dollars each, but it's yeah. it's like we're extorting them in a way yeah. because they're bad. They're bad. They're so bad. We it's went- a weird system. It's you know that they're gonna have terrible customer service, so you'll be justified in complaining to get free stuff afterwards. It's a weird system. It's like, of course, I would rather just be treated correctly and not be treated like garbage every time that I fly. But how do I get out of this cycle? I picked the flight because it was the cheapest flight. Then they treat me like shit, so I apologize. So so, so I, I complain, and then they apologize, and then they give me more free money to make the cheapest flight even cheaper. It's, it's like we're dating an abuser. This really and is. And he just keeps buying us diamonds. And then damn. we're like, God damn it. Damn, we'll this really you. is. But this is what they did. Like, for real, it was way cheaper to fly this flight because it was around the holidays. And uh, we weren't asking for much. We know we're not going to get shit. We know we're not going to have labor. Yeah. And we know we're going to have to take a backpack that hurts my back. We know we're going to mm-hmm. um, pay a zillion dollars for my bag home that I'm still flying. I'm still moving from Michigan to California with. I know all this, right? We get there uh, with, I don't know. We got there early, not as early as, as we should have. Fine, whatever, sue us. But, but that's also in retrospect. What- we got there in what should have still been enough time to get on a plane if people that worked there knew the correct place for people to go. They put us in this line. They said like, oh, you have to check a bag. You have to go in this line. And it was comically long. I wish I would have recorded it because yeah, it was it like was the length a movie of the airport. where you have that like zany music and you're walking down the aisle of bunga 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 bunga. And it's like a yeah. like a commercial where they have like the longest line ever. And you're like, lines are never that long in yes. real life. No, it was the it was like the length of the fucking ticket counters. We were in front of like li- Jet Blue when we were The line was so long that we were like, we're going to miss the plane and we're not even going to get through TSA. And that's what happened. We missed yeah. the, pl- but we they, missed the but flight then they said, they said, just by trying to check a bag. They said, oh, well, we know that this fl- this line is too long. No, our system is when your plane is ready, we'll call you and then you go on a different line. So we stood in this line forever and no one called us Then I, because they didn't go f- uh, to the back of the line. They were like, oh, people that far back? Yeah, fuck them. So then... 
I went up. I was like, hey, are you calling me yet? Then two people started arguing over what uh, flights they were calling now. They're like, oh, you're going to L.A.? No, no, we're only calling uh, New Orleans. Oh, no. you." Then they start fighting each other. And I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, well, the plane leaves in like 20 minutes. So what are we doing They put us in lines and then people are arguing over, no, you're behind me. No, my flight leaves soon. Mine does too. You shouldn't be in this line. You should be in that line. Why didn't you go to a kiosk? People are fighting. I said, and then told this, I got mad at this woman and said, you know, we're we're not supposed to be, you told us to be in this line, and now they're saying don't be in this line. And she was like, you don't have to fly on the plane. I can, she tried to ban me and then, from the fucking plane. And then, in an attempt to kind of halfway be a smartass, halfway kind of just uh, lower the tension of the moment. It was to fulfill both pr- uh, purposes. I responded with, <laughs> Merry Christmas. And I said it like that. I said, Merry Christmas. And she responded with, Christmas is over. <laughs> which which is two things. One, it is funny. But also, fuck you. That's both, both responses. I'm like, I get why that was funny, what you said. But you don't work at a job where you're allowed to be funny. You Your, your job no, is No, she to, was mad. She, she was, was mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, then she... Uh, and and the, the reason that, uh, if I could interject real quick, the line was also so long and never ending because the entrance people were there was a place right at the the front uh where the line right, right towards the front of the line where other people were just joining the line at that point there's two places that were merging into this line so the the people that were in the long line were in the correct line but you were never going to get to the front because there's a hundred other people. There, let's say there's 500 people in the long line and there's 50 people in this short line that keep on coming straight from outside. They see the short line. They wait in the short line. And then to them, they're like, I waited in a line. I didn't do anything wrong. So you can't even really get mad at them. You're just mad at the staff for not explaining to people. There's only one line. And yeah, when I told her what was going on, She's like, she's told me I was yelling at her. Oh, stop yelling at me or I'm not going to let you on the plane. People don't know what yelling means. I'm so sick of people thinking that if I say something, I'm if I say a complaint, I'm yelling. But I think, uh, Jeff, your mom said it best that that's what children do to teachers. Yes, it is. So it's a sign of immaturity. Yeah, she said when people are direct and they tell somebody that that person is doing something wrong... People hear it as yelling when it's not yelling because what pisses me off is I'm holding back. I'm not yelling. Yeah. I'm specifically, I'm wishing in my head that I was yelling, yeah. but I'm stopping myself from yelling. And then people tell me I'm yelling. It yeah. also happened at Taco Bell. It's, yeah. I've had a time. Yeah. But, and, and then all this fucking, so oh, we- but it's COVID and we're understaffed and we're whatever. I'm tired of it. No, no you, you, you're not understaffed. For Christmas. You knew Christmas was going to be Christmas. You knew how many people were going to go on a plane that day. Everything was, there was no surprise increase of people that just decided day of around the around Christmas time on the 28th. There wasn't just a surprise extra thousand people that bought tickets the day of. People, people they knew how many people were going to be there. If they were understaffed, they fucked up. That it's, was them. That's how that works. It's really our fault for even attempting this journey. Yeah, I mean, of I've course. I've been trying to cancel Christmas for a while. Yeah, I, Christmas is not... Uh, all right, we're, we can... 
I would go on that tangent for a long time of my complaints about Christmas. <laughs> it's a thing, but uh, but it was good. I mean, eventually it feels we good got good once we're so they canceled. There. So they canceled. Well, we the, were that was on our way back. So they, they, uh, we didn't make our flight. So we didn't make this flight. And the late the lady that was yelling us in the beginning, she uh, she told us to get into this line. And then we wait in that line, and they're like, "No, you're not supposed to be in this line." And then we wait in the other line, and then she comes back, and she's like yelling at other people, "Do you even want to get on a plane today?" And then she tells all of them, the eight other people that were on the same flight as us, that you guys all get to fly home. She did not point to us, like specifically because of our interaction and me saying "Merry Christmas," and. Then, yeah, so it was just a clusterfuck of confusion. And then finally, we just went back to Michigan and just stayed an extra day in Michigan and then had to try again the next day. And when we tried again the next day, we got there extra, extra early. We got there like three hours early just for the flight to still be delayed an hour or two. (laughs) And uh, Yeah, the next day was like night and day. It seriously was totally different i don't know Mm -hmm. i guess you can't fly on a monday after christmas i don't know what the difference was but these people don't know how to wear a mask either so none of them do if i have covid right now it's straight from spirit straight from spirit employees right into my face it's it seems like purposeful at this point they all have them on their chin it almost seems like company policy that none of them can have it cover their nose there's no. How do you accidentally have twenty employees that all have it under your nose? How, I was how, just loudly saying these yeah. people don't know how to wear a mask, but I couldn't say anything too loud, or I was You'd already. I already had a warning. <laughs> I was like, they, it's probably the best thing they could do is just ban us from flying, because then we wouldn't be tempted by the stupid prices. Mm-hmm. We were on the plane when we did make it back. There were people behind us that were just so mad. And they were mad, and they got on the plane. I don't even know what they were mad about. They, they didn't were even like, miss a flight. I'm not This flying. was just their regular experience. I'm never flying this again. And then there was somebody else who was like, yeah, I've said that before. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, yeah, I say that every time I fly Spirit. And she's like, no, I mean it. And, then and he's it, like, yeah, I thought I meant it too. Didn't it seem like he was trying to fuck her? Yeah, it kind of seemed like it he was, was trying so to fuck funny. her. Like he was like, I'm going to try to be funny. And sympathize with what you're saying, but yeah, he was going back and forth. They were they then, had a good back and forth. Because I had just woken up and I heard her say, um, "Well, I hope everything goes well with your brother or something like that." Like they had already yeah. had like a whole yeah. They talked about deaths talk, in the family and, and then, funerals, and they they covered everything. And then she, uh, he said, "Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll see you sometime. I guess not on a spirit flight, though." And she's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no." This one's my last one for sure. Like, oh, God. That's the, ugh. Uh, it was great. It was. It was gross and great and funny and terrible all at the same time. It was all those things. And then during uh, our time in uh, at, at home with the family, we watched the first half of the movie, Don't Look Up. And then we watched the second half of the movie uh, in Michigan. It's funny because one of the complaints that I heard from reviewers was that it was too long. And, and to I'm my, like, yeah. I can't tell when a movie is too long when, well, I'm bad because I can't not fall asleep or just dedicate two and a half hours to sitting down in front of a movie unless I'm literally in a theater. But I, I guess I just don't understand how anything is too long because these complaints are coming from people that are like avid 
TV or movie watcher. So it's like, if you're going to watch two hours of television every day, there's no such thing as a movie that's too long. I didn't even think that the... Remember the superhero... The when they the, the Snyder Cut version of... Um, yeah, Justice League. Justice League came out and it was four hours long and everybody's like, that's too long. Yeah, it's too long if you're fucking stupid and you watch it as one giant long-ass movie. No, you watch it as... As like three movies, and then it was three great movies. That- I guess, but when you go in the theater, I just I think people still think of it as you're gonna sit down and you're gonna have this occasion all at once. Well, I'm sorry, you're not getting with the times. That's not life anymore. Life in it watching is TV life, though, is you pause the movie binge. and then you go take a shit and then you go eat some nachos and you respond to your family through text message and you post on Instagram and Facebook and then you continue your movie. If you're watching it in one continuous setting, then I don't even care about your complaints because you're not ADD enough. For me, to, your life is just perfect. If you just do everything you concentrate on, fuck you. I hope you didn't like the movie. Sorry. I guess. That's how I feel. I, so the first, okay, so this movie, the first thing I saw about it at all was my entire social media saying, oh, I love this. Oh, I hate this. Well, first it started mm-hmm. everybody saying they hated it. Then it was everyone saying they loved it. Then it was everyone saying they hated it. And I had to like look it up and go, I don't even know yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah. And so I checked it out and it's interesting to me because, well, in LA, I know what movies are coming out because there's billboards everywhere for those movies. But when I'm in Michigan, I don't know what the hell's on Netflix because I never see it advertised. It just magically appears. And then I see people talk about it on social media. Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't see any promo for it. Although now I'm seeing there's interviews with the celebrities and shit. Yeah, for it, but I, I didn't even really know what it was about until you told me that everybody was watching it. I just wasn't paying attention to it, and so I had little expectations into watching the movie. Um, wasn't even sure it was a comedy until I started, and then I just decided it, it based on my own interpretation. I made it a comedy. I just watched it. Yeah, I it no, wasn't an overt comedy. It which wasn't I'm even very a, glad it wasn't because yeah, if it and, would have been an overt comedy, it would have had some zany thing where there was like a flag pull up somebody's butthole because that's yeah. every comedy now. So, <laughs> so I want to address uh, some of the complaints that other people had of the movie. And then uh, tell you how I feel about it. How, how's that sound? You all right with that? Well, first, I wanted to say this movie is uh, stars Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Tyler Perry. Um, Timothy Charlemagne? Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. And I think that. It's not and some other folk. I thought that's what it was. Is it? There can't be two Charlemagne. It's I not don't Charlemagne. Know. It's not the same Char- Timothy Charlemagne the God? What's his okay. name? So anyway, all those people, it's about a these two scientists, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, discover that, well, really, Jennifer Lawrence, don't even, that's part of the movie. Jennifer Lawrence discovers that a comet is coming, is going to hit the Earth in six months. Mm-hmm. And so Meryl Streep's the president, they go to the president, they talk to her, they tell her, and... Uh, Hilarity ensues. Yeah. Well, nah. I, anyway, I, that's the plot. That's the plot. Go now. Um, oh well. First thing I want to say is, now I want to go back and all right. While you're talking, I want to try to find some of the people kept posting things and I wanted to talk and I couldn't talk to them because I didn't know what the movie was about. I don't so know. now I'm a late friend, to the party. A, a friend of ours complained and said their first complaint was about the outfits. And good friend of mine, if you're listening to this, love you. Also, <laughs> um. That's bullshit, and you shouldn't be allowed to judge any movies. 
because out, outfits and fashion can only make a movie that's good better or bad worse. You're, you're, you're a basis of a movie. If, it's, if you're judging a movie on fashion, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. Like, because that means you're voting. That's the same type of people that vote just on who they think likes Jesus the most. And it's like, this couldn't have any less of an impact on the plot of what this whole fucking thing is about. But so there, yeah, but some of the complaints, because we watched like a review of this beforehand. And so we watched a YouTube video that reminded us of some of the complaints that people had on social media. So um, it was too long. We addressed that. You have too much spare time to just have three hours free every fucking night. Go find a hobby. Oh, yeah, this is going to have spoilers. Yeah, I'm assuming you knew that. If you didn't, then if, I don't know. I feel like you legally have to say that now. Oh, you legally? Okay. All right. I'm glad we threw that in the and middle if we if we say something about financial things, you legally have to say, this is not financial advice. People that I'm friends with text <laughs> that to me when we talk about crypto. They say it as if I'm going to admit, I'm going to take it into a, a judge. Yeah, and then they're like, "No, I put this is not financial advice. So, yeah. if you bought Shiba and lost your money, you can't take me to court. I don't have any money. I barely That's have money to buy Shiba. I'm not. If I lose the Shiba coin, I'm not going to take you to court." Yeah. All right. All right. Calm. Calm down, Esther. She's getting all worked up. She's getting all worked up. <laughs> all right. I feel your pain. Um. Th- some people thought that it was too, uh, overt. That it was too politicized, that it was too... So, first of all, it was not too politicized. They made fun of every... They made fun of all political parties, and they made fun of all angles of uh, of, of, of an event like this happening to Earth. They made fun of... Obviously, people are more... Uh, they're more willing to see the comparisons to the Trump administration. But that's on you, that you just don't know shit about history. This isn't just specifically Trump. They... They were making fun of the liberals and they were making fun of the scientists and the people who seem to, you know, seemingly seem to care the most by making fun of them in the language of uh, using unnecessarily smart language when it was like, just tell us what's going to happen. They made fun of the people that were undecided. There were some jokes of people that were like, can't we all just get along? And and they made fun of the right. Now, people want to make comparisons to Trump, but it's just like if this was too on the nose, if this was too overt, they would have made the person actually a fat dude with orange skin and look like Trump. They didn't. They picked Meryl Streep. They picked a woman president uh, who didn't talk like Trump, wasn't doing a Trump impression. That that also shows people like to me that people just now cared about politics, that it's like, no, Trump, I get it. He did a lot of fucked up things. He was not the first president that had an ego. That's insane that people that anytime there's a presidential figure on on a television, uh, on, on, on a show or a movie, people are like, oh, they're trying to do Trump. No, they're not. This is a president who's an asshole. They've all been assholes. They, they, they don't, nobody owns that market. Maybe the most recent one was the biggest asshole. Great. Anyways, um, I feel like they the reason why people said that it was politically left leaning and left leaning was because. It's well. It's supposed to be a commentary on climate change and using the comet as a metaphor for climate change. In the way that climate change is happening, scientists are saying it's happening. It's 
but nobody believes it until it's in their face. And even when yes. it's in their face, they're like, no, just don't look at that. Hence the, the comments coming, up. don't look up. So the the left is always, they're always going to say that any commentary on climate change being a bad thing is the left showing mm-hmm. Went into- showing uh, uh, their opinion, but they did. They made fun of the left, and the way you said they made fun of the left was that the left won't just come out and say this is what needs to happen or what needs to be done in a way that the people on the right can ever understand. Mm-hmm. And then the moderate guy was somebody who I'm trying to remember what it was. What it was it a Believe song or a video? It was some. It was like dude- a promo for a movie. He was advertising. Oh, yeah, I yeah, it was yeah. Chris Evans. But uh, he was basically, you know, like, I don't think people should look up or down. You know, I think people, you know, he tried to take yeah. a middle ground approach in it. And I thought that was great because there it's are the funny, people that. but I hate those people. I hate those people. But to <laughs> me, that was great because there are people that would rather get along with people more than have their own opinion if they feel like the opinion they have won't be appreciated by everybody. So then we just have people who aren't individuals anymore that are more concerned with, to me, it's like the comedian, it's very easy to shit on all politics. That's why I just don't respect too many jokes of people that just shit on politics as a whole because it comes off too pandery to me. It comes off like, I just don't want to lose any audience members, so I'm not going to say how I really feel. I'm just going to say, fuck everybody, and then nobody's upset. Because the thing that they showed with this, like if if you're trying to stop a comet from destroying the world, then if you say, oh yeah, well, I don't believe for it or against it, then you're for it destroying the world unless yeah. you're against it yeah and 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 there's a million comparisons that people can make to the movie outside of even just specifically i mean you can even dissect climate ta- change like to me everybody if, if if i really wanted to be a pompous asshole uh i mean animal agriculture the the the, the biggest the, the the big actual thing that's going to kill the planet is the fact that the number one contributing factor of of uh climate change is animal agriculture. We're killing too many animals and too much cow shit is going into the fucking air. And for some reason, that's not even mentioned as a contributing factor and all that. And I could preach about that, but the long st- but there's a lot of uh, ways that people can. And to me, that's a sign of a good movie is when people coming from different angles can see a different thing in it. And so when people want to make it just so simplistic because they're like, Oh, this is preachy. Everything sounds preachy if you disagree with the thing. So to me, anybody that thought it was preachy is just a stupid person who doesn't believe in science. Why not? So, so your opinion doesn't matter. You're just, a, you're just fucking stupid. You shouldn't be allowed to watch a commentary that was a satire on sports. If you don't like sports, your review is going to be a stupid review. Because you didn't understand the references in the movie. So it's like a lot of the people that probably didn't like it are people that felt attacked because they were like, oh, so if I don't believe science, I'm stupid? Kind of. Kind of. You're kind of stupid. I do see where see where they were saying it was on the nose or whatever, but... That was the point of the well. movie. Yeah, I thought they did it well. I agreed that... I- with yeah. you in that I thought they did it well. Of course, even though- and first of all, it was supposed to be on the nose. If it wasn't on the no- if it wasn't as overt as it was, then it wouldn't be as good as it was. Because if it was more subtle, then you would be dumbing it down 
to make everybody happy again. So then you would be doing the same thing that there's no way to please everybody. And to me, that's what I like about the movie is that if everybody likes something, then it's probably, you know, dumbed down in a way to not, there's no intelligence behind it. Um, there's no passion behind it. It's, it's just not a good movie. I thought this was very funny. I think all of the characters were perfectly cast. They were, uh, everybody did it. There's, there's great acting in it. I didn't like Jennifer Lawrence's hair. I know you were talking about costumes, whatever, that that shouldn't be a factor, but man, her yeah. hair was distracting. What was her that? Hair was it was perfect. like a mullet, but it like her hair was around. perfect because no, she is. Th- th- this is why it was perfect, is because she represented the group of people that appreciated her in the movie. If she she's a hot chick, right? If she just only looked like a stereotypical hot chick, then the the nerds on the internet wouldn't have flocked to her. That wouldn't be believable. That people would just put a a smart hot chick on the on the back of a skateboard and an intelligent hot chick on you know this cult like underground following women that will have an under a smart woman with an with a that has an underground following like that to me has uh you know some some more personality that in a movie oh, yeah, is hard to display without giving her hair that looks weird i forgot that she got a cult like following in the movie yeah she got a call like following in the movie and 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 i thought that that was funny thought it was great i think that that would really happen everything that that happened to me is exactly what would happen if that was to happen in real life there's no way there's no way that you could convince me that it's even in a slight exaggeration from what would happen in real life people would just say you're being negative I mean, where do you go from here? Where do you go from people that are like, you know, pandemics are bad. And then other people are like, nah, they're not bad. Where, where do you, how do you think that it's a stretch that people would say that, that, really that, that it's it. not going to, that a meteor isn't, no, that's just fear. How do you pretend that that's not? I did, it was, as far as I can tell, supposed to be a commentary on climate change, but it had a lot of parallels to COVID. Yeah, I, I didn't see as strong a, every, I only I didn't even think about climate change I, I when I watched the movie. I took it as commentary on human nature. I think that the movie would have been great pre, without mention of climate change or without mention, uh, if the world didn't even know about climate change yet, if the world didn't, we never went through a global pandemic and there wasn't a President Trump, I think it still would have been a great movie because we're making fun of human nature in especially Americans wanting to just ignore whatever makes them feel bad. And that's not a healthy way to look at life. You have to address serious problems in a serious manner. And it might not be fun and it might not be funny and it might not be great and make you feel good, but it's what needs to be done if you want it to fucking get handled the correct way. I feel like a lot of people compared it to Idiocracy, which I didn't see. Oops. What? I know. Put it in the other podcast. Oh okay? man, but I, I it, it, but that, for that's my shit. It, Idiocracy wasn't my shit. It was a movie I saw once that I thought was really good. That's what most of people's shit is. Nah, nothing. Nobody that says that was my shit is except you, you're lying if you didn't see it more than once. If for our podcast, oh, okay. are you putting anything on there that you saw once? Not yet, but eventually you're just talking about movies. I don't know. Anyway. Regardless, never saw it. So, uh, but I see what they're saying. I kind of disagree with you in the way that 
this movie might not have happened had we not had Trump or COVID oh, sure. or whatever. Because you're saying, oh, these are all just human nature things. Oh, no, I don't but, think it would have happened. I think that it still would have been a great movie. I don't think oh, that it okay. needed these life events in order for me to enjoy the movie. It might have been more... Uh, more hard to believe had we not have sure. seen people react people's reaction to COVID. I wouldn't yeah. have guessed in a million years that almost half of the country Trump supporting weirdos would not believe that a, a virus might kill you and you need a vaccine for it. I can't even predict who in my life is okay with vaccines. Like it yes. doesn't, it doesn't make sense if I would take everybody I knew and put them in category of believes in the vaccine and doesn't believe in the vaccine. I would have been so wrong. Sure, yeah. After yeah. all this shook out, yeah. I thought that just friends of mine who were pure Republicans their whole life, I'm like, oh great, now they're not going to get vaccinated. They're yeah. like, oh no, it's doctors said get vaccinated. Oh yeah. And then people who I know who are super liberal mm-hmm. are like, no, I'm not getting vaccinated. I just really don't like needles. What? Like it doesn't well, make yeah. Bitch, I didn't ask you to donate anymore. blood. This isn't like a thing that you're doing to help anybody. Other, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to act like this is some. <sighs> Nothing yeah, makes not, sense don't anymore. Like needles. But uh, one of the things I thought was interesting about this movie, the very beginning, is that scientists are supposed to be from Michigan State. Yeah, that was so perfect. So that was another part that was so perfect because Michigan State is not viewed negatively. But it's not viewed positively enough for you to believe that the if you had to make up a movie and be like, who's going to be if a woman found this and it's going to come and hit Earth and kill her? Who's going to be the one that found it? What college will they represent? You're not going to say Michigan State. It seems it's it's perfectly random, believable enough to me for it to be Michigan State. I think it's funny because people who love Michigan State feel like it's the best and people who live in Michigan and were at the top of their class went to U of M. <laughs> yeah. The, That's just how it it's is. A, it's a dumb way to work. There, there's definitely some specific things that are better at some colleges than other uh, yeah, I'm, that's I'm sure, true. I I'm forget sure what specific, state was great at. So, so I think that's something that was that the movie even kind of had some lines mentioning too, because they were talking about like, and I, not every single Ivy League college is better than the non-Ivy League colleges in every single intelligent, uh, smart aspect of a of a career. You know what I mean? It's just an oh, yeah, overall also, smart. So, so they dogged Michigan State in the movie too, and they, they, they said like, "Oh, well, we're going to get some people from yeah. Princeton and Yale, and we're going to really figure this out," which was just. And then they went back and they were like, shitty. "So the people in Princeton and Yale." Uh, they saw the same thing you saw, so now we're gonna believe you now. And so, that was and such then, was so perfect that a woman was the one who noticed it, and that uh, I think they did a good job in making Leonardo DiCaprio Mindy was that his last name? Yes, Doctor Mindy. They did a good job of making him likable enough to enjoy the movie because he didn't start as somebody who tried to take credit for it. He was just the person that was less aggressive on TV so they invited him back and so he just became the un you know the, the the unofficial spokesperson for it even though in the original thing he said she was the one who found it and this is what we've noticed about it since like he tried to he tried to give her credit but then it backfired he's like oh we named the comet after you and they're like what why would you name it? you know they just well, I think like- that men just 
um, run over women all the time. Sure, but instead of they could have brought if if that was the only point, they could have done that with somebody that wasn't so timid. He was awkward and timid, and you heard that because his wife was like, "Hey, make sure you take credit too. I know how you are. You always, you know, you don't talk, you don't speak up for yourself." So they talked him into being a mild mannered person who's not gonna just take credit for a woman's. Uh, society, I would argue, gave it to him. He didn't yeah, just take yeah. it for himself. He just, at some point, was like, he got, at some point, they gave him all the credit, and then they took her away, and then at some point, it's like, what do you do? Do you just quit and then say she's the one that should be here, and now none of you are here? At some point, society fucks it up, and it's like, well, yeah, well, I mean, why just go home now? They're not going to give the woman the credit. <laughs> they already said they don't like her. So what right. do I do? It was interesting because it was a good commentary on yeah. sexism when it wasn't overtly commentating mm -hmm. on sexism because mm -hmm. she was the one that discovered it mm -hmm. and he was just with her because she was, was, was she a student? I forget. I think she was a student. Yeah. 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 And so then she didn't have like the credentials to be taken seriously so he yeah. kind of ushered her in but then giving her just the we'll name it after you is like making yeah, yeah, juneteenth yeah, yeah. a holiday you know <laughs> it was like oh wait we gave you a thing like yeah you know that's not a that's real not the, thing right it's not and a real thing and it's not she, the thing i wanted credit for and then when she talks it's taken as Oh, the screaming. I think they called her like, oh, we're going to have the, the sexy woman. scientist back, but we're not going to have the yelling woman on here again. Mm -hmm. Because once again, when she's talking and she's saying things, people think she's yelling, although she could have been yelling. I don't even remember. She was but yelling. But the but problem the still is remain. that, yeah, yeah. When when a woman freaks out, it's taken as hysteria. She, she, but the, the thing is, is, is that, and that's another point within a point, is that when a woman, yeah, when a woman says anything, people take it as hysteria. But there's also... So, what we were saying, or at least I was saying earlier, which was some things are supposed to be taken seriously. Some things you're supposed to be angry enough to yell at. That's the that's the appropriate response to the situation. And to do less than that is to not take it serious enough to prevent the world from dying. And so she was yelling and saying, "We're all gonna fucking die," and was crying because that was what was that was the the most human response. Can I tell you the part of the movie that? I liked the best, and I'm pretty sure my dad liked the best. Mm -hmm. And I've never talked to him about it, but I, I kind of want to call him right now and ask him. <laughs> um, when they, Timothy uh, Charlemagne, Timothy Charlemagne the God was, um, and they were all smoking or drinking and just hanging out. Mm-hmm and uh, Jennifer Lawrence were hanging out, and all of his friends, they were just like talking about conspiracies and and you know control of the government and this and they were saying all of these things of like these evil they were they were portraying the government to be this this like genius evil group and she was like trust me it's far more sad the truth is far more sad that they're not intelligent enough to be as evil as you make them out to be when she said that that was a fucking applause break to me. That was that was that's what some people forget. Too many people will say the government is stupid and then also say that they're evil geniuses and they can't be both. They can't Trump can't be an evil genius and stupid. He can't be both things. It's like how everybody thinks that every bad comedian is uh, Oh, is is Andy Kaufman? Is Andy Kaufman? No, yeah, no, no, they're not. That's just, just a fucking crazy Ill. person that you're making comparisons to Andy Kaufman. No, it's not.
Exactly. That's a perfect analogy to me. Um, that I feel like they um, made... So Meryl Streep was the president. They... Uh, what's the word? They made her like Trump. Uh, uh, what's the word? They... Um, Gave her Trump qualities? No. But, yeah, fine. I can't remember what the word is. Ah. But anyway, they, they made her like Trump... But I think she was more Marjorie Green. Yeah, I'd say that. Because I don't know if it's just because she's a woman and that's a, one of the most famous stupid women in politics. That <laughs> I don't know. But they, to me, she seemed very Marjorie Green. Like the way mm. she was dressed, the way she carried herself. She was just, uh, she didn't strike me as Trump-like that yeah, much. I, I couldn't even tell I, she was supposed to be a Trump until really until her son. Okay, so the chief of staff was her son. Mm -hmm. And they did a lot of Trump stuff with him because he was like sucking her dick and she was barely acknowledging his existence. And because he's a, re a person that only seemingly got a, a job in politics because he's related to somebody. Yeah, like, like, like Trump's Trump whole family. family. Yeah. Modeled after. That's what I was trying to yes, say. Yes, we did it. And, uh, but yeah, I think she was modeled more after Marjorie Green. And then he, oh my God. Yeah. He, he was calling her like hot and that was super gross. And like you pointed out, that's kind of like Trump and his daughter. Well, cause you know? he did a direct quote kind of, of mirroring that. But that oh, was, yeah, I would date her if she wasn't my mom or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, Trump said that. He said, yes. I would date her if she wasn't my daughter. And, uh, which is disgusting in so many levels. Like, it, <laughs> like, is that the only reason? Is it also because she's, you know, you're more than you're you're seventy and she's thirty something? Like, you know what I mean? Is it the, is there an age difference there that makes this weird? All right, never mind. Um, look, there, there's so many. We could go on tangents for that too. But I thought that the movie was well done. I thought that in order for it to make the points and be it, the reasons that I enjoyed it. I would not have enjoyed if it took the criticisms seriously. Does that make sense? Wait, say it again. The, the reasons that I liked the movie would not exist if all of the, if people if the criticisms were addressed before the movie came out. If they changed the movie to make everybody happy, I wouldn't like it. Oh, okay. That so was the mean. point that because. That's the the the, the catch twenty two. The situation is that they're calling certain people stupid for not, and that those stupid people don't like being called stupid. So now they're not going to like it. That's the endless circle of like, but but this is what I this guess, is. But that's why I wish I could find. I know there's people who are not stupid people who are complaining about this movie. And to me, those are. But the, it was before I saw it, so yeah. I was like, I don't know what they're talking and, about. And without it. I think that there are some people that also just so there's a lot of people that don't like stuff. There's people that don't like stuff because they everybody else likes it. There's people that don't like stuff because they think something has been given too much praise. It's like when it's like how Apple is just easily the best products to use, but then there's still some people that just want to use have like a PC laptop just because they think that I I don't even know why. Maybe that's a terrible example. There's people no, I get what you that mean. just that just want to not like the cool thing 
Uh, okay, let me. Okay, so uh, my friend Dennis said, "Don't look up" could be the worst film I've ever seen. And then well, somebody commented, "You listening to this, said, Dennis? Maybe." <laughs> said pretty bad. <laughs> what? And then somebody said, uh, "This guy Chris said, I feel this is all new movies. There's a movie style that is just horrendous. I don't get. I don't no, get it. It's not a new movie style. That movie style has existed then, from the beginning of time." And then uh, somebody said, I'm halfway through and debating whether or not to finish it. I was hoping it would pick up the second half. After your comment, I'm thinking, no. Uh, yeah, the people are like, yeah, I suffered through it. I don't get it. Like, what parts are suffer no. suffering? Like, because to me, it was, I, it started out, like, so ridiculous that it the, it seems like it, it would never happen. So in the beginning... It did seem like a stretch in that, like, the first thing that happened is the woman finds, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, like, says there's a comic coming. They go to the president, and then you start having these, like, uh, well, what are the chances? Let's just say that it's it's a 70% chance it's going to happen. And they're like, well, it's 99.7%. Yeah, like, and then the, the son, the chief of staff son is like, so not oh, 100. well, it's not 100%. Yeah. So let's just... We'll call it sixty percent, and we'll say we're working on it. Like they're talking, and to me, that was so outlandish that would it felt like it would never happen. But then, when, but then later on, as it's going, well, the first thing I thought of when all that was happening, I'm like, go to Canada. Why aren't you going to go talk to Trudeau? Go talk to another country. Why are you just talking to the president? And if this is supposed to be a Trump president, of course they're not going to listen to you. Nobody's really going to listen to you, but I think they couldn't just talk about all the... They addressed other countries later, and they addressed, like, NASA later, and they eventually addressed the things that I felt were holes in the very beginning of just it being a silly movie. Mm -hmm. Had I just watched the first half, maybe I would have been like, "Eh, this is kind of stupid. To me, watching everything through my biased uh, propaganda vegan lens, I just can't hear anything that outlandish and think that it's unrealistic when it's like literally the number one most contributing factor towards climate change is completely ignored by the environmental organizations around the world because they are financially still being paid and benefiting from (laughs) from the lobbyists and from these corporations so to me it's like the entire world i'm looking right now at them turn their turn away from the most obvious way to fix a problem i see that every day you know so so it's like it reminds, you know what i mean it's like when people are like let's use plastic straws to we can't have plastic straws it's gonna kill the fish and we're just like why don't you just not eat fish and they're like nah that's crazy talk it's <laughs> like it's like every solution that people want to have they want to have it in a way that still keeps what they enjoy in life uh together and if if, if i have to sacrifice anything for the greater good Uh, I'm not gonna unless everybody else does it too, unless it's a cool thing. And that's something I liked about the movie too is because when they try to say it's preachy, that means that people are missing the satire of it. They were missing the Ariana... Ariana Grande did a great job. Oh yeah, Ariana Ariana Grande was in it. She she was fucking hilarious. It was was amazing. In the beginning, she was a piece of shit that was like, you, I don't like you because you're old. And then later on, she was like... 
So clearly they made her an, an unlikable, shitty person in the beginning of the movie. And then by the end of the movie, she was singing some anthem um, uh, of Just Look Up and was acting like she's now she's a part of the... They, and, and, and to me, that was also making fun of the left, the people that are like, oh, you're just making fun of the right and the Trump supporters, and that's just easy. They were making fun of how the left will just take celebrities to embrace a movement and make it popular and miss the entire point of the movement. In the beginning, the the comet is making news, but then she's dating uh, somebody and they break up. And then that breakup like overshadows that a comet's going to hit the world, which I yeah. thought was great. I thought that that's and there's why examples I think like that, I that happen like- on a daily basis of like so-and-so was was killed and that's not even making the news but then they'll talk about celebrity breakups i just don't think it's as much of a stretch as people think this is that's why i think i liked it more than some people is the satire because they satirize that's the word right sure it is now and if you don't like it and fuck you it it satirized uh everything even in like little stuff like i was trying to i feel like i could watch it again and see tiny little things everywhere because we were just watching like Uh a review of it and so she's dating kid cuddy and then they break up their names or something else you know they're celebrities and at one point he's wearing in this what i just saw in this review he's wearing a shirt with like space shit on it Mm -hmm. and i just think it was i don't know if it was on purpose but it was kind of like like they're they're into like space stuff, but mm-hmm. when it comes to oh, this stuff is happening right now and it's gonna kill you, then whatever. Anyway, I hope we don't break up. I liked uh Ariana Grande's character too because well, for one thing, I didn't know that she could play comedy even though she was kind of playing herself. Sure. She did a really good job of playing herself and shitting on herself because like yeah. you're saying, like she's shitting on celebrities that try to help. And then she has a song in it, and it's a good song. It's not a bad song. It is really funny. It reminds me of we were listening to Christmas music for, I listened to Christmas music for four days before Christmas mm-hmm. and during Christmas, and then that's done. But we listened to uh, um, Band Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas, which is a song put out in the 80s to help people in oh, africa god. oh my god because there was a big movement in the 80s yeah of helping africa which fine but like looking back on it like the words in that song were so funny it was do they know it's christmas time because they're in africa and they're like they don't have snow or they won't have snow in so africa it, this yeah. christmas time and it's like yeah of course they don't have snow and like that just the- and first of all it's like if if it's as bad as you're making it out to be then then not only it's condescending on so many factors because they, they, if then they obviously don't they don't give a fuck if it's christmas time right now they're not christian but they're not yeah they're not they're you're you're putting your own religious beliefs on them thinking that they care about snow and all the little tiny things in life but yeah it was it, oh my god but I that song it. i that song I loved and thought was like amazing that, oh my God, can you believe what Sting and Bono are doing for the world? Like <laughs> I really believed that Duran Duran was Santa Claus. Yeah, really like Santa Claus is going to world. Yeah, Santa Claus is going to save Africa. That's what the song pretty much was. It was just like but we I really need a believed fat, that those... fat white man to come and save uh, the starving kids in Africa. That's what the song is about. It's so fucking shitty. But I believed that the celebrities were like doing a thing when 
they were singing a condescending song. So anyway, yeah. she had a song that was very uh, hands across America. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so Dennis later in the, oh man, I wonder if Dennis listens to this. That would be really funny. Um, Dennis later then explains because people say what they say. He said, I thought it was beating a dead horse. Obvious. A huge cast of stars so nobody had to work more than a week. Yeah, we're all divided. I get it. I hated the editing away in midline, scream, etc. If you laugh huh? for sure, Streep's character was very funny. You hated the editing? What He's a- an editor. Okay, so already nerd. Sorry, but <laughs> if you complain about things that other people don't notice, no, that's- then then you care. Then you're no, too close you're- to the situation to 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 be honest about critiquing it. You're what the too reviewer close to- just said that we watched was they did a thing, and I don't think this is what he's talking about, but it goes along with the editing. They did a thing where they show um, something that's not the people while they're talking. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a way of showing boredom among in dialogue, if, from what I could tell from the review we just saw. Said they show like inanimate objects while somebody else is talking. Mm-hmm. And it's a film way of showing boredom. Yeah, what's wrong with that? What does that but play I'm out? just saying that that's an editing style. That I know, there's like, just... if somebody's going to complain about it, I complain the dialogue is too low and everything now. So yeah, a lot of people are not nerd. That. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm just telling you what he said. So then somebody else, these are all. Uh, these are all production people. It's my Facebook. I know. I get it. My Facebook I'm just saying is that, half I'm just saying that, advertisers. I'm just saying that it's like, it, to me, it's like sometimes hearing comedians argue about a comedy special, and then it's like the public said that it was good or bad, and the public far outnumbers the comedian nerds, so their opinion kind of matters more. All right, so here's another, uh, well, I don't know. Sometimes I, that's like what you're, there's people who their whole expertise is critiquing or their expertise is in a thing if you want the public then you're gonna have the fucking dumb mouth breathers that they're making fun mouth of breathers. i know i busted out 11 so then uh uh this guy stewart i'm just naming names we're just naming names you want to change you want to change stewart's name to something else right to now cluert cluert so right. cluert said yeah i used to used to work with Stuart as well. These are all advertising people. Okay. I don't even know who Stuart is. I know. You don't know who he is. I mean, you're supposed um, to say Cluert. Cluert. You, you already right. went back to Stuart after yeah. we agreed we were He gonna... said, worst film ever? This one I d- disagree with you about. Sure. The reactions to DLU, I like that it's just DLU now, exemplify why the film is poignant. The editing is just style, which is not important at all. Oh, he Boom. went your way. <laughs> Boom! Cluert! <laughs> Cluert for president! <laughs> I'm on Team Cluert. Hashtag uh, Team Cluert. He did give me one of my first uh, audio jobs. Okay. And he's putting my- money in your pocket. <laughs> my my takeaway is not about being us being divided. It's more about lack of willingness to appreciate the nuance of dialectical thought. Oops, he got he got me there because I'm not sure what that means. That's what perpetuates division. Okay, so the message is delivered via pop culture as entertainment. This is as un. Wait, this is an understandable necessity and a pleasure for this viewer. As too many folks are functioning illiterates. They yes. think Kafka yes. is a Middle Eastern garlic dip. Okay. The film is worthy the film is worthy parable, smartly amusingly told. 
That said, I didn't need the Jonah Hill epilogue. Not funny, just absurd. Yeah, that part was dumb at the very end. I, I guess. Jonah Hill was in the... Sure. But, but that was the that's the movie's already over now, so you don't really get to judge it because yeah. that's the post-credit. If you like it, cool. If you don't like it, it doesn't matter. Well, he kind of rolled back because Dennis said, okay, I didn't mean worse, literally, just bad. And the editing style stunk of technique for technique's sake. Wow, the editing really fucked him up. Yeah, him, um, him I, and editing and our other friend on clothes, <laughs> you're missing what movies are. It doesn't matter what you think. And then uh, some of the catchiest songs of all time are just, you could break it down and just be like, really? Just that simple of a drum pattern? Really? You're going to say that Beatles song is the greatest of all time? It's just a brr, 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 brr. Let oh, people yeah. like what they fucking like. That's so you don't funny. get to control that. Because music-wise, that's like the, the difference. The best songs of-, of all time are some of the most simple bullshit you could ever fucking say. Are you going to say it's bullshit now because it's too simple? It's like the difference of uh, people who like John Bonham as opposed to Neil Peart. You probably sure, don't know, I don't know what I'm talking anything you about. just said. <laughs> Neil Peart, I think, but- is a newscaster. I think you just mixed up jobs. But this like is, uh, this is this is Neil Pert at eleven. <laughs> John Bonham is Led Zeppelin. The John Bonham is Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin's not named Led Zeppelin. His first no, name is not Led. No, it's a band. Led. But I'm talking about the drummer. Oh, it's a band. It's not even a person. Oh, man. Forget it. I'm not even going to try to explain this to you. I'm sorry. Whoever gets it gets it. You just ruin I, I, I things by. I ruined it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then uh, Slurt also says. Because, uh, oh, um, Lori said, I really, really wanted to hate it, but it made me laugh. That is interesting okay. what happens when you get told an expectation before anything. Because that's happened to me so many times where everybody says that mm-hmm. something sucks. Like, I don't know, whenever I do get around to watching Matrix Resurrection, I'm expecting to watch Keanu Reeves just shit on a squirrel is what I think the movie is. because that's Based what, on the reviews? Based on everyone's review, it's just Keanu Reeves squeezing out a dump and then a squirrel's <laughs> like, I have to eat this now. That's what it is. <laughs> But so if it's anything else better than that, I'm going to be yeah. like, you know, this is a good movie. But then when people say that something is the fucking second coming of Christ, which I can't think of an example of what that is now. Spider-Man. Mm, I guess I might see it and be like, meh. You okay. wouldn't enjoy it as much as other people did because half of the movie's enjoyment was nostalgia from all of the previous other Spider-Man movies that were uh, kind of uh, involved in the film. So, yeah. Well, so, you're ruining my analogy again. Is really all you're doing right now. No, I'm not. I'm, so anyway, I'm saying I'm, there's a movie that other people would like that you wouldn't like. That's on topic. No, I'm saying that I wouldn't like it because somebody built it up so much. And then oh. when I go to watch it, well, yeah. I'm expecting the best thing ever. And yeah, I'm you, not saying because you wouldn't like of, it. no, I wouldn't like it because I'm never gonna like it. It doesn't matter if it's the best thing ever or the worst thing ever sure, because I'm, I'm, I don't. I was saying go why people like. I'm saying the reason that people built it up all right, is because whatever. of nostalgia. So uh, so then Slurit says, to each his own, I notice there are not only a number of opinion articles about the film, but articles about the articles. It's like life imitating art, or I guess oh, not wow. art for some. Um, Go Slurit. It's his birthday. Slurit's birthday? No, it's go Slurit. It's his birthday. Oh. Oh, my God. You were not you were, on the same page You were reading today. stuff. You were scrolling, we so I thought you were just... We're not. You were scrolling, the and then you paused and said, 
It's his birthday. And I thought today I thought that was the next part of the conversation wow. you got to was his birthday. Then I just started talking with the Okay, let's say what Scott says or see what Scott says. I wasn't all that engaged by it, but the message was poignant if overdone. I think the term I used to describe it was sardonic. Oh my god. My coworkers have vocabularies God, that God. are beyond me. They just jack off reading the I mean, dictionary. <laughs> Sardonic. Fuck I you. I mean, the whole movie was a caricature of society, and I've never really enjoyed caricatures in any form. That's what I'm saying. I think that I really enjoyed the um, the satirical value of it because they're okay. Like for instance, Kate uh, Blanchett and uh, uh, Tyler Perry were um supposed to be a morning show mm-hmm. and they it's called the rip mm-hmm. when kelly and regis it's supposed to be kelly and regis basically mm-hmm. it was kelly ripa mm-hmm. so i feel like rip is like a rip off of kelly ripa mm-hmm. that's not okay and i'll take it and it the little things like that that yeah. i felt like i was like connecting dots even if they weren't there which maybe they are maybe they're not i don't sure. know like you, I mean, space it, shirt if you do it but, enough times people are going to start to look for connections that aren't there so it's it, it makes sense what you're saying it was to me that's super fun to look for that shit because they like he uh the the way that those people acted and the way that not acting as in their acting abilities, but the way that they were as characters Mm -hmm. was so good at making fun of what those people are in real life. It was almost like too real, and maybe that's why people don't like it because it's like so ridiculous. The way that they act super happy and make jokes about everything. Everything. I like there was a part where, like Leonardo said, you don't have to always be so charming everything doesn't have to be so charming yeah that was a yeah. perfect word for it That was it. a perfect word for it it's and not even that funny with yeah, the way they act sure and talk. exactly yeah exactly that's a perfect word for it and i guess f- for you esther my question is do you think i i I'm, i might be a little confused in your take because i feel like you're saying it's too real or too exaggerated because to me it was real and i don't even think the movie was I don't see how we get into where we're at in today's society. The reason that we have such division is because there are people that exist who don't feel like real-life problems are problems. Now, it doesn't matter what side you are on on that, but to, to be on whether or not you like the movie or not. But to me, there's people that I think they don't like the movie because they think that this is exaggerated and that people wouldn't be that dumb in real life when they're currently acting like that now. Like, that that's thats the... We see that all the time. When there's crazy stuff going on in the news, whatever political side thinks that they're the target of that bad event wants to ignore that part of the news. Like, so many things that happened in the movie to me, were more real than exaggerated. And people are just ex- saying that they're exaggerated because they're. I think they're in denial with how shitty the world is right now. I don't think it was that exaggerated of a movie. If that were to happen in real life, all of those things that happened would happen. No, I meant like the... 
I guess I'm, oh, I think it was exaggerated. Well, kind of. Maybe you're right. And it wasn't exaggerated. But the characters I mean, you could- of the making fun of, like, Kelly Ripa. Oh. <laughs> and whoever. The, the, those sure. types of people. Mm-hmm. I guess they probably are that mm-hmm. much like that. I don't know. But right. that those uh, yeah that type of satire I enjoyed. Yeah, I was mixing up. I guess what you were saying and other people's complaints of the film. I just I just can't get over how people think that this was an exaggeration when it's like we've seen we've seen politicians act like all of the politicians in the movie. We've seen the scientists act all like the scientists of the movie. We've seen the pop stars act like the pop stars of the movie. I, I don't even know what, what character in the movie was like, well, that wouldn't happen. That's all happened. It's all already happened in real life. Yeah. But yet people... I'm trying to think of one of them that was that exaggerated, but I don't know. I The part that I uh, had the applause break for was, mm-hmm. and then it, and she just turned it around in the end, and you tried to make it a, all right. Okay, so... Oh. So Leonardo DiCaprio is the nerdy scientist and he starts fucking Kate Blanchett, who is the Kelly Ripa. And when his wife finds out and catches him, mm-hmm. she just fucking dogs the shit out of him. Great and it's scene. Hilarious to me because she does it by throwing his <laughs> his medicines at him that are just exploiting he, all of his yeah. flaws. He has like a pill for he was everything such a high wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she lowered shot him the fuck down. And yeah. told the woman, like, all right, good luck taking care of this fucking hot mess. Bye. See ya. I don't yeah. even they now call, I don't have to fucking take care of this bitch anymore. <laughs> That's what it and yeah. it was so funny to me. And then It was great. They called him the sexy at the time he was considered the sexiest scientist or he was on some article as like the sexiest scientist. And he was around. fucking around. He was fucking around. He was fucking the other woman. Yeah. He was fucking cheating and he yeah. was enjoying himself and he yeah. thought he loved the other woman. And then in the end, he goes back to the wife and the wife just takes him back. Fuck you. But I I thought it was funny that the uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence was with uh, Timothy. All right. I'm going to say his name right now. Timothy Chalamet. That's Chalamet. It. Not Charlemagne. Timothy Chalamet. And... She just kind of at the end, uh, they're all hanging out, and then she tries, he tries to kiss her, and she's like, ew. And then she's like, oh, fuck it. It's the end of the world. And then she just gets some ass. And then she's, yeah. And then she kind of likes him because the review we were watching was talking about how his character seemed like it didn't need to be there if you were going to lose a character. And I don't agree. No, because he, I feel he, like she was. She had like the short end of the stick about mm-hmm. so many things where they mm-hmm. didn't want to give her credit. She didn't get any money. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> she was working at what I also thought great satire. She was working at some place called Drinkmo, which was a fake Bevmo. It was supposed to be Bevmo. I just love that so much. I don't know why. I just love shit like that. So then he meets her there and then they start hanging out and she's just getting high and drinking and fucking a young guy and she's like fuck it this is this is life but then she got along with him and in the end when they're all sitting around and you know leonardo's with his wife that he obviously didn't love that much because he went and cheated and then arguable go on uh the other guy uh uh there's a fake uh 
Jeff Bezos or whatever, and yeah. he's with the president. The president doesn't have anything good. She forgot her son existed in the mm-hmm. end. Nobody has actual good, loving relationships except for fucking Jennifer Lawrence and Timothy now, Chalamet, who they actually had a connection. Yeah, and so to me, the what Jennifer Lawrence was looking for in Timothy is the same reason her deciding to be like, fuck it, I'll fuck this guy was the same thing where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, wife was like, fuck it, I don't want to... This. Some people, before they die, they want they want some ass. Some people, before they die, they just want to feel love. So, it the, to me, the ending of that movie was brilliant and was all of the characters at the end of the movie were... Just pretending as it for the for the only t- all of the characters, if you notice, all of the characters that took it seriously, uh, the scientist, uh, the there was all the scientists got together. All of the it, it had a family dinner while the asteroid was about to hit Earth, and it was the last is how the movie ended pretty much, and they all die. <laughs> but while it was going on, they weren't panicking because to them as scientists they were almost like if there's something that we can do and that we can prove is a problem we should do something so they were panicking all while there was still hope they were not enjoying life as much as all of the people that were ignoring the problem and were just because we saw some scenes of the movie where when the asteroid was about to hit earth there's some people that you know everybody was there was riots going on in the street and everybody was breaking windows and crazy shit was going on and those are the same people doing that were people that weren't taking it seriously in the beginning of the of the movie. You yeah. know what I mean? So now it's the end of the movie. They know that we're going to die. And instead of just panicking like everybody else and being miserable, they made a conscious decision to just let's actually enjoy each other's company and go out happy. Yeah. And I thought that that was brilliant. And so part of going out happy is do you want to die bitter that your husband fucked some hot chick or do you want to accept the fact that he was a fucking nerd his whole life you you acknowledged all of his medical problems when you threw the pills you pointed out you had every i think that she had every right to be upset at him and i wouldn't have judged him her at all if she didn't take him back but i think that it was to both her and leonardo dicaprio's best interest to admit that it's like okay he was given the whole world and was like you're the smartest guy you're the hottest guy nobody gave a fuck about him before that and it's like we see so many times where athletes are given a shit ton of money and they didn't have that before and then they waste all their money. So to me, it's like it seems very accurate of like human nature that if he that he might cheat on his wife because men cheat on their wives sometimes. And he was like a nerd his whole life and he never got the chance to be that guy. He was finally that guy for a moment and then he had a lot of regret for, for it. And I think... You know, she could have been bitter and said, fuck you, get off my porch. I want to die alone. But instead... Yeah, she had two sons. She could have died with her sons. Yeah, but you don't... The, the, the love the for only your reason... kid love is different than, than dick love. I Man, mean, she had a she different just... love for throughout years. Well, there wasn't a lot of dick love. She threw Cialis at him. Well, no, that's, so, there could have been a lot of dick love. You don't take Cialis if you're not fucking. She only, he only talked to her because he got caught. He wasn't even going to talk to her. I don't know. I mean, she, we don't know that. Uh, most likely. Sure. I thought that the most exaggerated character was probably Jonah Hill, though. 
because yeah, that and I it wasn't a good funny way, but it was pretty exaggerated. But it, it the funny funniest part to me of him that was exaggerated was when he tried to do a prayer for stuff. <laughs> oh my god. It's, it it was, was great. Fucking funny. But but it was very much like the people who oh, they were trying to mine the comet for uh riches mm-hmm. to make the rich get richer and and the person who discovered it of course wasn't going to get anything. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a way of showing how everybody feeling like billionaires deserve to have billions. It's like for what? You can't you can't take them with you, but really, you, you Yeah. It's it doesn't ever make any sense for these people to just get more and get more and get more and that's the whole point is just getting more. Mm-hmm. When like you said in the end Who are you sharing president, this with? And president woman is on a plane with Jeff Bezos for what? Yeah. So they can sh- who are you going to show your diamonds to? Yeah, who are you no even sharing around? this with? And that was part of the decision that uh the Leonardo DiCaprio, Dr. Mindy, uh the president gave him a call and said, "Hey, so the, the everybody's going to die. I'm going on this private thing." 2,000 exclusive people. We're going to repopulate the planet and go find another planet to be on. What do you? I'm inviting you and a plus one. And he easily could have just been like, all right, it's me and my wife or me and the other doctor. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever decision he wanted to make. Or he could have just said both of my sons and let them be it instead of him. I don't know. There's a lot of options that he could have did. But to him, it was... Life's not worth living if you're not living life with the people that you enjoy, with your people around. Life's not as enjoyable if it's so. If I can't have my whole family, then what's the point? You know, I'm not. And so I think that everybody that was left was just rich, selfish fucks. Yeah, and it was funny that once they do get on another planet, they then have to kill the habitat. Like what? what's the fucking word i can't think of words today what exists on that planet they have to like take that over too yes yes so they're gonna have to kill all those beings mm-hmm. they were animals mm-hmm. but they're gonna have to go there and kill all those animals and fuck up that planet too mm-hmm. and then show their what to who that's what's so weird about everybody wanting stuff and what they want because it was a good commentary on just materialism in general because mm-hmm. they just the people who had the the people who could save the world were not the people who had all the stuff or the mm-hmm. power they just have intelligence and then nobody believes them anyway <laughs> yeah okay I know that we're going to read and see a lot of commentary after the fact but it was funny there's an article that's from I think it's just a San Francisco news source, but it's talking to astronomers in the Bay Area, whatever, talking to astronomers, and they're like pointing out the flaws in the movie. One of them being <laughs> that if there was a <laughs> if there was a comet coming to Earth, the chances that it would even destroy the Earth are infinitesimal or whatever the fucking word. But the, <laughs> the biggest flaw is that. This information would definitely be shared with everybody. It would not be a government secret. 
that part of it is just funny yeah, to me. Yeah, where yeah. It's That's like, great. They, I think what if you would have asked uh, epidemiologist twenty years ago if a virus was ever going to be political, they would have said no. They would never be political. Yeah, and I think that that's that's what's funny to me about the movie is that it was making some things political that we never thought would ever be political. So when people, uh, you know, when we're analyzing the movie, it doesn't seem outlandish to me. But I, I thought it was a great movie. If you didn't like the movie, you suck at watching movies. You have too much time, and you should watch it. In uh, you you should watch it in breaks and go live life a little bit in between and maybe you wouldn't hate it so much, you know how much uh, how much of our critiques on movies are really just our critiques on our attention span, our attention span gets worse and worse every year, and movies are getting longer and longer every year, mm. so it's like so how much of that is really the <laughs> how much of that is our fault and how much of that is the movie's fault you know there's 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 blame to go on both sides here. So there's an article that says that one of the complaints is that the movie is assuming that its audience is ignorant and uh, not concerned about global warming or whatever. But They're not, though. I don't know. I don't know if it's the majority, but either way, it's... I know. It's making fun of... It's It's making fun of a group of people. That's why I don't feel like it's making fun of everybody. Sure. Yeah, I don't think it's making fun of everybody because there's there's so many different angles of people that are being made fun of, and the majority don't care about global warming. And that doesn't mean it's a bad... Every, I think what people do is they think that if you don't care about something, that makes you a bad person, when to me it makes you human because there's so many things in the world to care about. Everybody can't care about everything. Our brains... Are, are, it would just be too exhausting... Nobody, everybody would kill themselves immediately. <laughs> Nobody could handle all of the depressing things in the world for everybody to care about. So I don't, I think too many people get, take that comment too personal. When I or anybody says something like, I don't think that you care about this, people's initial instinct is to say, no, I do care about this. And I'm like, no, I didn't say you're a bad person. I said, you don't care about that. Everybody can't care about everything all the time. And I don't think that that's just human. And I don't think that every I think that the overwhelming majority of the planet doesn't give a shit about the environment at all. Because everything we're doing is hurting the environment. Existing is hurting the environment. So at some point we're like, yeah, it's like, yeah, the I, I don't want to hurt the environment, but I, I want cheap T-shirts. So and I want to drive a car and I want to eat food that kills stuff. And... That causes a lot of problems. And so many people, I, I mean, you'd have to be a perfect human being. And we're not perfect. That's my speech. Who is this? Okay. Oh, MSNBC. I sometimes felt screamed at for something I already know. It would have been more enriching if the movie had leaned more into its absurdity and wallowed less in its straightforward fallen world moralism. That's, I just think it's funny how you can watch something and think that, well, I already know this, so why are we even talking about this? Yeah, the why do you watch anything ever? That <laughs> means that the only thing you enjoy are documentaries about things that you don't know. What the fuck does that even mean? 
you watch Space Jam and you're like, I've seen Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan before. This is nothing <laughs> new to me. <laughs> How do you enjoy anything ever? How do you watch Jurassic Park and be like, I've heard, I've read about dinosaurs. This isn't exciting. Your life sucks. It's it, weird that I don't, I just didn't get, usually I can see both sides of the, oh, I can totally see why somebody wouldn't like this. But people on social media that I, that I know that I thought would like this were just like so against it. And And that's what they're saying. Like these articles that I was looking up were saying that in on social media, that it's a a heated debate. Uh, uh, And it's not just down any sort of lines of people. There's, Mm -hmm. Liberals and, that hate it because they feel like they're being talked down to when it's like, I don't I don't get that. And then other people that hate it because it's Hollywood preaching to them. And it's just like the people that don't like it aren't in agreement on why it's a bad movie. Because what she what, you said, that was a she that who I don't know why I said she who was it? The last critique doesn't matter. The last critique that you said of it being too absurd there you've also read other critiques of people that thought that oh no no this critique that you said they would have enjoyed it if it was more absurd yes it was more absurd because it was too sure no but but the point they would have liked it more if it was more absurd and there's other people that thought that it was too absurd and they would have liked it if it was more realistic so this is just an example of to me the longer that we have history go forward and moving forward the more outlets the more voices, the more opinions that can be heard because it's like you have the the people that like the movie agree on why it's a good movie. We're not arguing on what's good about it. The people that don't like the movie, they're the ones that disagree the most. They have no idea why it's a bad movie. They're like, I don't like it for this. And somebody else is like, no, that's the only thing I enjoyed. I didn't like it for this. Yeah, it's very weird. But anyway... um, yeah, I assume that if you listen to this and you said there's spoilers, you already saw it. So, uh, yeah, hope you had fun uh, reliving the, the, the movie that you uh, liked or hated. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, find us on social media. I'm at AstroToy, E-S-T-H-E-R-T-O-I. I'm at Jeff Horst, J-E-F-F-H-O-R-S-T-E, on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all social media. And we are a Planet Ant podcast. We're on the Planet Ant uh, digital network. And Planet Ant is a theater in Hamtramck, Michigan. And they have shows and other podcasts. So check all of that out. Shows in person and online. And uh, do you have anything coming up? On January 23rd, uh, a Sunday, I am on Chocolate Sundays at the... Hollywood Laugh Factory. Uh, the shows are usually sold out. There's two shows. Uh, I'm always excited to be a part of it. So if you are in the L.A. area and you want to come on down to check it out, uh, that's where I will be. I think we're done. I think we are done. Love you all. Peace. Peace. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast. 